It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 843, How to Change the World by Rethinking Your Perspective, by Tammy Strobel of rowdykittens.com, and I'm your very own personal narrator, Justin Mollick, reading to you from some amazing blogs and books to help you optimize your life. I read from so many different authors covering personal development, minimalism, productivity, motivation, inspiration, and more. I like to think of this as a sort of daily meditative practice where you can take in some positive messages and start your day on the right foot. Or end your day. Some people like to say my voice works well for making them fall asleep, which can be good and bad. Now let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. How to Change the World by Rethinking Your Perspective by Tammy Strobel of rowdykittens.com. Quote, I believe that examining the hidden impacts of all the stuff in our lives is a way to unplug, which is the first step toward changing things. Annie Leonard. A few days ago, I started reading The Story of Stuff by Annie Leonard. I haven't finished the book yet, but so far it rocks. The book prompted me to think about why I write and why simple living is important. I write to help others, to constantly reevaluate my own beliefs, and to be part of a community. I started this blog as a personal journal and to rethink my worldview. My goal is to create social change through simple living, a social movement of people who are living simple, authentic, and uncluttered lives. It's my hope that the writing on this blog will inspire you to join a movement of change and to rethink your perspective on life, community, and relationships. This blog has never been about scolding or trying to make you feel bad, Rather, I want to foster a community where we focus on positive change and how we can help others. Further, my hope is that you will question the status quo, your consumption choices, and your worldview. I worked in the movement to end violence against women for over 10 years in a variety of capacities. I provided counseling services to rape and domestic violence victims, did research, and public policy advocacy. During that time, I learned a lot about what it takes to sustain a vibrant, fully inclusive movement for change. Most problems, like violence against women, are systemic and are connected to the economy, public health, and the rights afforded to women across the globe. More importantly, I learned that we are all connected. I think it's important for activists in any movement for change to examine problems from a holistic perspective. I consider myself to be a systems thinker, System thinking means considering an issue's effects on broader systems like the economy, the environment, and public health. That's part of the reason I write about such a broad variety of topics, from downsizing to living a car-free life. Money, jobs, and people operate within systems. How we choose to live our lives and whether or not we're involved in our community has a huge impact on broader social systems. Here are some of my overarching beliefs about simple living, why I think it's an important concept, and how simple living can change your life for the better. Number one, saying no to the wasteful consumption habits will bring happiness and health to your life. Like Annie, I am not against stuff. I'm against mindless consumption and trashing of the planet. Our choices matter and your dollar counts as a vote. I think it's essential that we share products and are mindful to weigh the true cost of an item against the potential benefits. Stuff isn't inherently bad. When I purchase stuff, I buy from local artisans, thrift stores, and ask questions about where things are made and by whom. Rather than mindlessly consuming and then throwing things out, I think we should value stuff, 
share stuff, repair stuff, and truly appreciate who created the item. In the end, I think it's about questioning what is enough and what we really need to be happy and healthy. Study after study shows that once our basic needs are met, more stuff doesn't bring us happiness. In fact, it often leads to depression. Saying no to consumption and getting off the work, sleep, eat, shop, repeat treadmill will bring an incredible amount of happiness and satisfaction into your life. Number two, doing what you love will give you an opportunity to help others. Open your own doors. It's so easy to let the lizard brain get the best of us, but it doesn't have to be that way. We can make beautiful art and make a difference. Even if you aren't 100% happy with your job, there has to be at least one area of your position where you feel you can make a difference and help others. If not, you can do something. Consider sharing your ideas on a blog, volunteering, or spending more time with your friends and family. The little things in life can bring us more joy than we realize. Number three, everything is connected. It's hard to talk about lifestyle design when we know that over 1 billion people in Africa and Asia do not have access to clean drinking water. One in six American women has been the victim of a rape. According to UNICEF, 25,000 children die each day due to poverty. 25% of the world's population in industrialized countries consume about 75% of global resources. Living a simple and authentic life allows people to focus on helping others. The statistics I mentioned are more than numbers. These are real people who need help. Simple living is about more than tiny homes or learning how to live clutter-free. For me, simple living is about social change. The movement is about holistically examining the money economy, the materials economy, and our health. Everything is connected. Number four, be happy with what you have. If you lost everything today, who would you be? If you couldn't do the work you love, what would you be known for? Are you happy with what you have and the life you are leading? Or are you looking to make a change? I think we all need to embrace change. Changing our behavior isn't easy, but I think it's something that has to be discussed. We can't ignore pertinent conversations about capitalism and the amount of resources used by Americans every day. I think we can live a good, authentic, and intentional life without consuming so much stuff. Number five, reading will open your mind. Reading a variety of material is one way to open your mind to different perspectives. Changing behavior isn't easy and it doesn't happen overnight. I'm still sucked into consumer tendencies. However, I'm able to keep them at bay by not watching TV and reading as much as possible. Without books, amazing blogs, and indie newspapers, my perspective would have stayed static. I wouldn't have learned about the benefits of simple living or the interconnected nature of so many important issues. I'm far from perfect and always look for ways to expand my horizon and knowledge base. Number six, getting connected to your community will improve the world. I truly believe connecting to a like-minded community and being open to different perspectives will improve the world. We can't create any kind of movement without community or the ability to listen to opposing viewpoints. You might not agree with me, and that's okay. However, the conversation has to start somewhere. Conversations about improvements must happen in active, engaged communities. I think we can move away from fragmented solutions to many social ills and move toward comprehensive change. For that to happen, people need to get involved in the political process, voice their opinion, and use their privilege for good. If you are hearing this, you have access to resources that can open up new and amazing worlds. 
What are you going to do with that opportunity? How are you going to improve the world with your next decision? You just listened to the post titled How to Change the World by Rethinking Your Perspective by Tammy Strobel of RowdyKittens.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's, He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash OLD, masterclass.com slash old. So Colin's post yesterday was talking about digital sabbaticals, and that reminded me that the author today, Tammy Strobel, recently announced her departure from various social media. She left Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and WhatsApp very recently, just this last week. Part of it was the recent news, depending on when you're listening to this, about the crazy amount of personal data that Facebook collects, it's all over the news. But she also lists other reasons like how it takes away time from what she cares about the most. You can see her post about it on her site and we'll see if that ends up being a permanent thing. It's tough to depart from platforms like that, especially when you're always trying to share your own content and use it for marketing. I wish her the best of luck. And I'll leave it there for today. Hope you're having a great Monday and start to your week and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.